Fortyunbox.com here, and we'll be going over four foolproof ways to save money fast. And the main reason that we're covering this is because more than half of the population cannot really even like survive like a $500 or $300 emergency. So one of the first things that people need to do is actually be able to save money. So let's check this out. So budgeting. Budgeting, creating, and sticking to a budget is a foundational step in saving money. It helps you track your income and expenses, identify areas where you can cut back, and allocate funds toward savings goals. Now, what I would really recommend for pretty much anyone, if they're just stumbling on trying to get better with their finances, is to not change anything about what they are doing for two weeks, but within those two weeks, what you want to do is write down everything that you spent your money on. And you need to write it down. You can't put it into like a notes app on your phone. You need to physically see what you are actually spending your money on. And then you calculate that at, like at the end of the day and at the end of every week. Because keeping that log like in physical form, one helps you remember it, but also just shows you just how crazy it is that you have no idea where your money was going before that. And it's a really big thing because like some people just do not know. And by some, I mean the majority of people literally have no idea where their money is actually going. That's, this is where you basically have people who could literally be making $100,000 a year after taxes and feel like they are broke because they have no idea where their money is going. So just having a like very fundamental understanding is like, oh, this is how much I on average spend going out. This is on average how much I spend per day just on my daily stuff, like getting a drink from like a gas station or anything of that sort. So you got to be like very aware as to where the leaks are at in terms of your money. Number two, cut unnecessary expenses. So evaluate your spending habits and identify expenses that can be reduced or eliminated. This could include dining out less frequently, canceling unused subscriptions, finding cheaper alternatives for daily necessities, or negotiating better deals on bills and utilities. Now, what I would really recommend is that when you keep that log of where you see where you're spending your money on, there's two really big things that you should really focus and like really pay attention to. What you're spending per day on, like what are your daily purchases on average and where they are, and then two, how often you actually go out to eat. Because those two things tend to add up like crazy, right? And to put it into like perspective, let's say that you like, and I'm going to use like a Starbucks example. Let's say that you go to Starbucks in the morning every day for your coffee, right? And let's say that you get a coffee and a bagel, right? And let's just say the combination of that is like $10. So that's $10 a day, okay? There's an average of 30 days per month. Now, obviously, you're not going to end up basically doing every single day, but let's just say like a typical work week, you'll probably work five days out of the seven. So that's five days times four, 
which would equal 20 days that you're actually going to be doing this, right, on average. So that's 20 times 10. That means you'd be, on average, spending $200 a month, you know, for five days a week on coffee and bagel. Basically like one meal, which isn't really even like a meal. Now, after a year of doing this, right, that's $2,400 a year that you are putting towards this coffee and bagel. That's why like this can like really add up when you start to factor in how often you're actually doing something like this. Because again, most people don't just go to one place to like shop per day, right? For like their food or drink or whatever, right? Like me personally, I tend to go to multiple places, but they're like a dollar, two dollars here and there, but they still add up. And that's why people need to be very careful is like, where are you going per day? How often are you going there per day? And how much money are you actually really spending? Because again, this is just one time out per day in the five days per week situation. But let's say that you go out to eat in terms of like some sort of fast food restaurant, right? That's probably also another 10 bucks on average, right? So that's 20 bucks in a single day. Oh, then what about dinner? Because maybe you have a crazy busy schedule and you don't have time to go and like make your food, or at least that's the perception that you have. So now you're looking at maybe potentially $30 a day that you're actually spending on just trying to like eat, trying to feed yourself, right? So then let's break that number down, right? So $30 a day times five days a week, right, is $150 per week times four weeks means that you're basically spending $600 a month on you going to like a gas station or Starbucks or McDonald's or Subway or Chipotle or whatever it is that you're eating at if you're going out basically three times a day with an average price of like 10 bucks, which by the way is typically on average higher than that. I'm just using a $10 example because it's just easier on the math. So just think about that. You're spending like $600 a month on like drinking and eating that does not even include groceries that you got for yourself, right? And again, this isn't really like even going out, going out to like a restaurant, like a nice restaurant. This is like you getting like fast food. So like not to mention the increased cost of potentially healthcare costs that you're going to get from eating really bad food too. So it's just something to really think about. And again, if you stretch this out to like a year, right, that $600 per month is now $7,200 a year that you're actually spending towards this like daily purchases that you're doing, okay? Again, this is not factoring in any gas that you end up spending. This is not factoring in any groceries that you're spending. This is not like factoring any other expenses. This is what you are spending pretty much on average per year. And this is what a lot of people on average are spending per year. So if you're only making like 30K a year and you're already dedicating $7,200 a year towards it, you don't really got much money to like really work with. 
Same thing with like 50,000. You're still losing a lot of money. Same thing with 100,000. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier for you to do that, but you're still losing a good amount of money, right? You're pretty much losing almost 10%, almost 10% of your money at the $100,000 level. Think about that. That's crazy, right? So this is why you could be very careful and really cut unnecessary expenses if your goal is to try to save money to maybe try to pay off your debt if you want to learn how to get out of debt go to 40inbucks.com but this is why it is extremely important to at the very bare minimum know where it is that your money is actually going because it could really add up quickly next one is automate your savings So set up automatic transfers from your checking account to a separate savings account each month. This way, a portion of your income is saved before you have a chance to spend it. It's an effective method for building up savings without much effort. Now, this is really good if you are trying to build up like your emergency fund, right? Now, typically in like an emergency fund is about, depending on how reliable your income is, it could be from three months to six months to a year. Now, personally, I like a year because I just like feeling more secure in terms of that. But if you are making like a crazy amount of money or you have very low expenses, three months could be enough for you. Six months could be enough for you. It all depends on like your risk tolerance, right? Which is a very big thing. And also because personal finance is personal. So it's all about what you are most comfortable with. Now, that being said, after you save up for like your emergency fund, you really want to automate not just the savings, but really more so the investing. Because after your emergency fund, you should really start putting money towards your future, towards your retirement, so that you can eventually, eventually retire. Because no one really wants to just constantly keep working until they're like 90 years old because that would suck. Now, if you want to work when you're 90 years old because you just want to, go ahead. But I think a lot of people would prefer the ability to choose to retire early, financially speaking. And also, to keep in mind, that $600 basically per month expenses that I was basically talking about where you're basically spending 30 days, oh, 30 bucks per day, every five days, like five days per week for a year, right? If you dedicated that same amount of money towards like your investments, and let's say you put that into like the S&P 500 and you just kept on doing that instead of going out to eat like that, you would potentially become a millionaire after a few decades without doing anything else, without investing into real estate, without investing into anything else. You could pretty much become a millionaire doing that which is kind of funny when you really think about it that's also why car payments is also one of the worst things that you could potentially ever do number four increase income so finding ways to boost your income can accelerate your savings this can be done through side gigs freelancing selling unused items or investing in income generating assets and by diversifying your income streams you have more funds available for saving and achieving your financial goals now if you like your main if your main goal is to simply just save money 
literally sell anything that you haven't touched or used within a month. And if your job offers overtime, take it and work like a dog nonstop until you reach the goal that you have. Because that is probably the best route for you to save as much money as possible. And if you got like some sort of certification, if you got some sort of skill set where your job, your career, your business is going to make you the most money, then you should really go and focus on that. Because doing these side gigs or these side hustles sounds nice, but in reality, it's not going to amount to much in the long term. And to be frank, the fastest route would just to be working more hours or getting more sales of something if you're a sales guy or girl, right? It's just something to really think about. And this is pretty much the ways to really save money. Pretty much four foolproof ways to save money. If you like this sort of thing, these financial little lists, stay tuned for more and try to save some money.